evening, folks. Great evening. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant, folks. It's approximately midnight, 11.58 here. You know, getting ready for another Monday morning here. And tonight, I have a great rant for you tonight. Okay, got something juicy tonight. And I want to talk about this particular topic because... I've been getting a lot of DMs lately. I've been receiving a ton of followers from around the world. A ton of people have been buying my program. We're up to like two to 5,000 people per day that is enrolling to the Genius Group University here. And I'm so honored and so blessed to have all you new, brand new family members a part of my program, my courses here. And as you do know, I go live every night every single night on my Instagram account here and I give you the opportunity to pick my brain. I want to be a real mentor. You know, I don't want to be one of those mentors that just give you a course. I want to give you access to me and this is free. You don't have to spend any money. You don't have to buy any badges. All I want to do is make a contribution to you. And tonight we're going to talk about the lonely chapter. Okay. More specifically, the lonely chapter with success, okay? The lonely chapter. And before you start here, let me give you guys a shout out here. Thanks for the likes, thanks for the shares. Um, hey, Dana, how are you? Shirley, Dallas, what's going on here? Dana, didn't you promise me that you was gonna start with Virgin Media? Didn't you tell me that you were going to Show me that what you're made of. Mm. Mm. Don't give me any excuses, Dana. I don't want to hear it. All right. Go ahead and comment your names here below, folks. Let me give you guys a shout out here. Aaliyah, how are you? Suave. We have Princess Diana Aaliyah. Chef Nicole Eubank. We have Steph Laurel. Elizabeth from Dallas, Fort Worth, the best realtor on the planet here, the most prolific realtor on the planet. Hey, hey, one, we have Pav Love. And make sure you take notes, folks. Take notes. And if you're brand new to the rent, or maybe you're brand new to the Genie Script, thank you for buying the Genie Script if you're new, brand new. And um, I am Wesley, billion dollar version. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas that grew up pretty average, pretty poor. But over the years, over decades, I have educated myself in a way to be able to manifest millions of dollars. I run several different companies worldwide in the digital marketing space. I'm in Forex as well. I do investing. I'm a real estate investor. I do a ton of stuff. And I do this to make a contribution to you. And this is important because a lot of information as it relates to becoming successful, financially independent, in my opinion, on the Internet, eh, it's not the best. You have some good stuff out there, but I like to go deeper. Okay. I like to go below the surface. You can tell somebody how to make a million dollars, but if you don't, if you don't address their attitudes, their mindsets, their feelings, their, their, their personality, just how they think, even their self worth, then unfortunately people will be spinning their wheels, you know, doing a lot of work, but not making any money. And I'm here to break the pattern of poverty break the pattern of, of averageness in people's lives that were like that broken. I'm here for that. I'm here to 
break down and to adulterate the generational curse that exists in most of our families. Most of us grew up pretty average, pretty poor, not rich, not wealthy, right? So I'm here to break that for you so you can be the one man or the one woman in your family that changes the paradigm, okay? So, hey, Miss Casey, how are you? Mrs. Casey, my apologies. Raju, Louis Howes, The Apprentice Millionaire, Haraz. We have um, Victoria Honeycutt, how are you? Okay, all right. Video, Mac, Mike Raymond, how are you? Uh, we have Miss Sheevers. Casey, congratulations. CJ, Casey, go back through the genius group again, okay? Hey, Freedom. We have Pia as well. I thought you said my government name. <laughs> I don't know your government name, sweetheart. Susan from Wisconsin. She started today. Much love to you as well. Um, we have Bing. I look at your eyes and I'm making a lot of money. Uh, okay. Oh, I took your eyes. You took my eyes or my advice? Victoria. Hey, Luke. Blessing to you, my guy. We have Ray Lee Shea. Kimmy Latoya here. Okay, so let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about the lonely chapter. Listen, um, you know, listen, everybody that wanted to do something and that is actually currently do it have all been through a very lonely period in their life, okay? Because I know some of you right now, how many of you right now, let's be honest, can we have a just, just a brutal just drag down just one-on-one -on -one conversation. Is that okay? Unfiltered, you know? So I'm just going to speak from the heart. I'm not going to try to cater my speech. I mean, whatever word comes out of my mouth, it is what it is. Is that cool? So how many of you right now feel that you're by yourself? Be honest. Or you feel lonely? You know, you're just on this journey. You know, I think some of us feel that we wish we had support from parents, support from significant others, support from friends, support from somebody, right? Just to believe in our crazy dreams. But how many of you, do you feel just like you're by yourself? Okay. And I want you to realize something that is very normal. Everybody that is doing anything at a high level have went through what is called the lonely chapter in their life. As a matter of fact, I'm in that chapter right now, and I'm rich. You may say, well, Wesley, why are you in that chapter now when you're already wealthy? Because I have a new goal, okay? Like when I first, before I made a million, I was by myself for a very long time, for a couple of years. And the reason why I was alone, and let me explain why you are or feel alone, because you realize that most people don't really want what you want. They may say they want it, right? They may talk about what they want to do. Oh, yeah, let's make some more money. Let's start a business. You know, I'm going to quit this job. I mean, you have a lot of people that are talking, but maybe you're the only one in your group that's actually taking action, okay? And then what begins to happen, a separation starts to happen between you and that friend, maybe that husband, that wife, that 
girlfriend, that boyfriend, that uh, your parents. How many of you can can relate to that? Okay. And the reason why that happens is because of one reason, one reason only. You're changing. Okay. You're changing. So many nights when I was building my company, I was alone. No friends. I was in an NFL club called the No Friends Left Club. How many of you are in that club? Now, when I say no friends, I had no friends for two years, which means I wasn't texting anyone. I wasn't calling anyone. No one were texting me. No one was sending me DMs at all for two plus years. So imagine that. I wasn't going to the game nights. I used to, before my cousins, we used to have a game night every week. I didn't didn't go to the game nights any longer. I didn't go to the family reunions any longer. I didn't go to the Christmas events. True story. Okay. Uh, How many of you are in that club right now? Okay. How many of you are in the lonely chapter here? You know, I don't I don't go to the things that like even this Thanksgiving, I'm not going hanging with the family. I mean, with my children, you know, if I can get them all together because everybody's all over the world. Right. But I'm not going to the Thanksgiving parties and I'm not going to the Christmas parties. I'm not hanging with the family. And let me tell you why. Because I was changing. And you're changing as well. And being alone is not an easy thing to do. Can I get an amen? It's not. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not easy. You know, because when you're by yourself, it's like you got a lot of time on your hands, right? So you're alone. No one's calling you. No one's checking up on you. You're not texting anyone. No one's texting you. So now you're forced to deal with your thoughts, your emotions, the sadness sometimes, the failure, the times that you just want to throw in the towel, the times that you're crying because you want to know when it's going to happen or when the business or when your life is going to reveal itself in a way that makes you happy. Okay. But what I want you to realize that every person that you look up to, every person that you admire, whether that's Kobe Bryant or LeBron James or whatever, or Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, they have all went through a chapter in their life when they were by themselves. Let me tell you why that's important to be by yourself. Because you may be thinking, you know, Wes, and I really want someone to support me. I really want someone to be by myself. Let me tell you why it's important, very important to be alone. Because when you're by yourself, It's an opportunity for you to develop yourself. 
You can't develop yourself if you're around Pookie and Ray Ray. You can't develop yourself if you're around Ricky and Charles, high school buddies, fraternity buddies. You can't develop yourself if you're with your girls all the time. See, you need to be alone because you have to really work on yourself. What do I mean by that? Like when you're by yourself, you have to notice what you're doing. Like, are you reading a book? Are you listening to some self-development audio? Are you working in the business? Are you watching a ton of TV? Are you playing video games? Are you are you on your iPhone playing around? Like, what are you doing? You have to be able to monitor yourself when you're by yourself. Because, unfortunately, when you're by yourself, you're going to feel bored. I'm going to be honest with you. You will. You're going to feel boredom. But in that boredom, you have to realize that you have the opportunity to select and choose something that's beneficial to the life that you want. Are you guys with me here? So the lonely chapter is a chapter of self-development. Okay? Developing yourself. You can't develop yourself if you're always at the club. You can't develop yourself if you're at Sunday fun day. If you're having drinks with the girls like today... Somebody wanted me to go out and, you know, go hang out at a pool party. But I said, not today. I can't do that. No. I'm busy. I'm working. And I'm already rich. One thing about successful people, and I want you to write this down, they are extremely, obsessively disciplined people. They know how to say no to everything. They know how... They know how to say no to things that they really want to do as well. They know how to say no when it hurts other people. Are you able to do that? It's very difficult to do. Because imagine spending not just one year, two years, three years, four years just alone by yourself. Because no one's like you. Because see, many of you want to be in the circle of people like myself. But you haven't earned it yet. Yeah. Like you have to earn to be around people like myself. Rich people, wealthy people. They just don't accept people that say that they want to make a lot of money. Oh, I want to be rich. Help me out. Let me be, mentor me. It doesn't work that way. You have to earn your spot to be around people like myself. And during that time of earning the spot, you have to develop yourself. And you earn your spot by making progress. Like even me right now, I haven't earned a spot to be around Elon Musk. Would I love to have a conversation with him? Sure. But have I earned a spot to be around that man? Absolutely not. I'm only worth $40 million. He's the richest man on the planet. He's not even thinking about me. If I send him an email, he doesn't even care. I'm nothing to this man. And it is what it is. You have to understand that just what it is. And I want you to understand, like, if I ever want to be on his level, if I ever want to be at the same table, I have to do something significant. And I have to be significant. And to become a significant person, you have to do the work when no one knows who you are. Like now. See, many of you don't realize that what you do by yourself alone 
is who you really are. And many of you have so many addictions and vices and things that other people don't know that you do, but you do in the dark spaces along with yourself. But you have to fix that stuff. Okay. It's important for you to become the type of person that even if people had a magnifying glass on you right now by yourself, that, that, that the activity or the discipline that you're currently doing is admirable. Like if I can't look into your life right now while you're by yourself, developing yourself, whether it's to make money or be happy, be in love, whatever you're trying to do. If I'm not able to look at your life right now and admire you or admire what you're doing, you need to change something. See, I spent a long time really taking notice of my activities, my actions when I was by myself. You know, because it's easy for us people to pretend to be a certain way when people are around us because people expect us to act a certain way. But how are you when you're by yourself? What do you do? What do you resort to? What do you do when you're feeling sad? What do you do when you're feeling lonely? What do you do when you're feeling depressed? I'm talking to you. What do you do? What do you do when you're working and working and failing over and over again? How do you talk to yourself? How do you speak to yourself? What do you say? What do you use as an outlet when you get so angry and stressed out? Am I making sense? This is extremely important. This is all a part of the self-development phase in the lonely chapter in your life. And you know what the sad thing is? Most people don't make it out of the lonely chapter. When I say they, they don't make it out is they just resort back to the herd of people that they used to. Whether that's old friends, old people that were in their life that made them feel comfortable, parents, cousins, whatever. They go back. Job, coworkers, they go back. Because they just couldn't take it. You know, the one of the one of the most important lessons I've learned was when I was by myself isolated. And what I've learned about myself is that I'm resilient. That's what I learned. I learned this a decade ago. That I'm very resilient. I mean, it was times I wanted to do things that were counterproductive to the man that I wanted to be. It was times I wanted to go out and just have one drink on a weekend or one this and one that. Well, it's just one night. It's just one drink. It's just one club, one bar, one restaurant, one pool party, one, one, one. But I rejected all those things. And let me tell you why I rejected and repudiated all those pleasures in my life during the period, 
during that period of my life, well, because to me it was useless. It was just useless for me to have temporary pleasure when I wanted a long-term legacy. To me, it was just useless to entertain short-term pleasures for something that would not only change my life, it would change the life of my family. Does that make sense? You have to think about it. You know how many people are struggling right now financially? I know what you're thinking. Well, what's I'm struggling too. Yeah. You know how many parents are struggling right now to be able to pay the bills, to be able to support their own children? You know how many parents right now have no money for their children's college education? You know how many parents right now, many women, even single men and women that are struggling with themselves financially, living paycheck to paycheck, still stay with their mama, their daddy, 20, 30 years old. See, that's the reality that was disgusting to me. I didn't want that reality. I didn't want to be a grown man standing with my parents, and I didn't want to be a grown man depending on my parents. Some of you still depend on your parents. Some of you still borrow money from people. And you're grown. You're an adult. That's why, because see, I saw people like that in my 20s. I saw people that were 25 plus still staying with their parents, still asking for money, still can't manage their finances properly, living from paycheck to paycheck, not being able to do what they want to do, bitching and complaining about their co-workers and their boss. And I didn't want any part of that. I saw parents that couldn't be able to provide for their children properly. And the children complain and say, well, my dad, my mom, they broke. I mean, you don't think your children talk about you behind your back? It's not that they're trying to be rude. They're just saying what it is. You know, when your children at school and they talk about what you got, what the other kid got, it's all, oh, no, my mama, they broke. My daddy broke. They don't have no money. To me, that's embarrassing. Because it just shows a lack of responsibility. And it shows a lack of maturity. And I didn't want any part of that. Which is why it was okay for me to remain by myself alone. Working on myself. Working on my skill. See, what I want uh, many of you to understand is it's so important for you to protect your mind. Okay? Like, you don't realize how important, listen to me, please. You don't realize how important it is to protect your mind. Your mind right now is so adulterated and contaminated with video games, with social media, TikTok. Instagram posts, girls on Instagram, guys on Instagram, people that you have conversations with on a daily basis that you think don't even matter, but they do matter. The people that you text, the people that you talk to, the co-workers that you're around, your, the, the, your classmates, like all this affects 
your mental, okay? All this. But when you become and decide to be isolated, when you decide to go through that lonely chapter in your life, you're using that time to restructure your mental state. You're using that time to assimilate new beliefs, beliefs of prosperity, beliefs of abundance, beliefs of confidence, beliefs of certainty, beliefs of expectation. Does that make sense? This is why you got to be by yourself. Okay? I didn't have the luxury, listen. I didn't have the luxury of having a millionaire that I can listen to every night like you're doing here tonight. I didn't have the luxury of having a millionaire to show me the ropes or teach me what I need to do to make money. I didn't have the luxury to have an ideal and bounce it off a multi-millionaire. I didn't have that luxury. I had to rely on myself. And by relying on myself, I had to discipline myself. Does everybody know what the word discipline means? Like even now, for you to be on this rant right now, that's a sign of discipline. There's 46 people here out of a million. 46 people decide to be disciplined. You know, well, you know what most people are doing right now? Sleep. Smoking. Having sex. Masturbating. Watching porn. Watching a movie. Watching Netflix, Hulu. That's what the majority are doing right now in this moment. How many people you think are listening to a multi-millionaire? How many people you think are reading from a self-development book? How many people do you think are listening to affirmations right now? How many people do you think is working on their website, working on their business right now? Not many. Okay. So what you're doing right now is discipline. Because many of you have not had a breakthrough yet, right? Many of you have not seen the fruits of your labor. But yet you have faith. You still have faith that one day it will happen for you. You still have faith that even though you're on these rents and maybe you're not seeing the fruits of your labor, you still believe that you will. It's like going to school or going to college. Take four years to get a bachelor's degree. And even though you're going through these classes and taking all these different courses... And they're tough sometimes. It can be very difficult at times. But you continue to go. Because you know if you're able to persevere, you're going to get that degree. And same thing with success and making millions of dollars. If you're able to persevere, listen to me. If you're able to persevere through your emotion, that's the only thing that's stopping you, young people. It's nothing else. It's not that there's a lack of opportunity, a lack of mentors, a lack of anything, a lack of education, a lack of books. It's just your emotions. The emotions are stopping people, are debilitating you from reaching your goal. I spend so much time on emotional management in the genius group. 
Because your emotions is what's causing you to quit, causing you to stop, causing you to make excuses. It's just how you feel. If you can't manage how you feel while you're in the lonely chapter in your life, you're not going to succeed. You're not going to win. You're just going to watch other people win. How many of you are sick and tired of watching other people win financially? Be honest. Comment below. How many of you are tired of seeing my cars on Instagram? Tired of seeing me fly first class around the world? Sick and tired of me buying real estate? Sick and tired of me posting, making $100,000, $200,000 per day? Sick of it. How many of you are sick and tired of seeing my penthouse with my panoramic view? All windows. Tired of seeing my shelf. Prepare delicious, healthy food. Sick of it. Because you're thinking to yourself, why not me? Or why not you? And my question is, why not you? Why not? Why not you? Why can't you have a similar reality like myself. You can. Okay? I'm just letting you know you can have it. I get it. Listen, everybody on here, and come and do an amen if I'm right, everybody on here have a devastating, terrible, dramatic, fucked up story. Come and do an amen if you do. Everybody does. Everybody here, man, woman, teenager, older adult, son, brother, wife, everybody has a story that is fucked up. Correct? Everybody does. I do too. Yeah, I got a story. But what I want you to understand is that story is not going to serve you. You know, when I was at the lonely chapter in my life, you know, when the, the most the most difficult thing was is to eliminate or to reframe the story that kept running through my mind. You know what the story was? It was like, Wes, you're just not good enough. Maybe it's just not for you, man. I mean, you're 30 years old. You got three kids. You can't provide for your kids properly. You can't pay child support. You can't pay your bills. You keep losing your job. You just quit your job. You're going to make $2,000 a month at a boot camp. You got a YouTube channel. No one's watching your videos. Well, you just go back to work. Maybe maybe you're not destined to be rich. Maybe it's just not for you. I mean, you grew up pretty poor, pretty average. Your parents wasn't rich. They didn't teach you how to be rich or wealthy. So maybe you're just done. You didn't do well in school. You're just not smart enough, Wes. That's the story that was permeating in my mind. Just being honest with you. Okay? That was a story that was just so repetitive. Just, I'm not good enough. Because I kept failing. I wanted, like, I wanted money. I wanted to be rich. I wanted to be wealthy. I wanted to believe in myself. I wanted the life of luxury. I just, I wanted it. Like, why not? But listen... In my solitude, I had to change the story.
in my solitude by myself, when I was at my lowest, I had to change the story. Because the story, if I, would, if I kept repeating that story, I would have quit. I wouldn't be the man that I am here today. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. If I kept telling myself that I'm not good enough, I got kicked out the army, man. See, nobody wants me. I got fired from job. Maybe I'm just not smart. I'm not good enough. I'm just inconsistent. You know, I, I'm a procrastinator. I don't know why I'm not motivated. If I kept telling myself that, and if I kept reinforcing that story, I would have gave up. Okay. I would have gave up. But let me tell you what I did. I changed the story. That's all I did. I began to change the story because I realized that the story was my story to tell. I was creating the story. And if I wanted to change my circumstances, I had to change the story. That's what you got to do. You got to stop telling that sad ass story, young lady. Listen to me, girl, baby, baby girl, listen to me, young man. Stop telling that sad story that is compelling and forcing you into depression, into devastation. Just stop telling the story. I get it. You're thinking about it, but just don't say it. When you begin to think about your life and what you haven't done and what you should have done and what you regret doing. Change it. Say, so, you know what? But this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I did that. I didn't make a great decision. But this is the new decision. I'm going to do this now. Does that make sense? Some of you women, you had a bunch of babies. Okay, great. You had a lot of babies. Out of wedlock. All right? Can't support them. But what's the new decision? Well, you know, I'm going to make some new decisions. Some of you men, you made a bunch of babies. Babies that you can't even take care of. Okay, you did that. But what's the new story? You know, what I'm going to do now? You know what? I'm going to take care of my children. I'm going to find a way to do it. Listen, you could have an addiction right now. Weed, drugs, smoking, lying, cheating, procrastinating. But you say, you know what? I'm no longer that person. Do you understand that at any given moment, you can tell yourself that you're no longer that person? And I get it. I know some of you say, well, I can say that, but... I may go back. Yeah, you may, but it's okay. But that's the beginning of change. The beginning of change is to state and to affirm who you're not anymore and who you have decided to become. It's the first step of changing. Okay. And this happens in the lonely chapter. Because you know all your vices. You know about your bad attitude. You know about your procrastination. You know about your, uh, your, your laziness and your lethargic attitude towards life. You know that you have a cynical view of life. Yeah, we, we, you know yourself. You know what you do. You know what you need to work on. You know what you need to stop doing. But I want you to understand in the lonely chapter, this is when you have the opportunity to begin to change those things. You may say, how do I change? You first have to understand that you can change. Write that down. You know how many people feel that they can't change? I just can't change. This is who I am. I can't change myself. I can't change. I can't change. I can't change. Okay. 
And you have to believe that you can change. That's the first step of changing, by the way. Anything that you want to change in your life, it could be your money, your attitude, how you act, what you do, who you date. I mean, anything. It doesn't even matter how you dress, how you take care of your body. It begins to understand that you can change it. I want everybody to comment these words below. I can change. Got to give yourself permission to change. And know that you can change. Okay? And then the next step is, I will change. You will. Right? First, you got to know that you can change. But then you have to say, well, I will. You have to make it your resolve that you will change. So you know what? I will change. And then the third step is, I am changing now. Not tomorrow. Not when I make more money. Not when I find a woman or the man of my dreams. Not when everything works out in my life. Not when I get a new job, a new boo, a new this, a new that. I'm changing now. Are you with me? That's just how it works. And this happens in the lonely chapter, by the way, when you're by yourself alone. Okay, like I, I, I went through this. This self, this period of self-discovery, of self-development, analyzing my actions and activities and my thought patterns. And I realized that I can change and I will change and I change and I can change now. And I began to do that. What did I begin to do? When I started rolling out of bed in the morning, I jumped out of bed. <laughs> True story. And I was laying on the air mattress, so it was tough. I began to jump out of bed. No more rolling. I didn't do any more snooze. When I heard the alarm, I got up. Got active. Okay. I stopped perceiving my life as negative, which means I just stopped telling that sad ass story. I didn't tell anybody that story. I just stopped. When I would meet people, I wouldn't tell them, oh, man, you know, I'm working on it. I'm trying to do it. I didn't do it anymore. I stopped that desperation attitude. You know what I'm talking about? That desperate attitude. That's a very unattractive attitude, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. No one wants someone that's desperate. You know, some of you, when you approach me, please, 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 don't do that. Don't ever do that to anyone. Because no one wants to do business with nor date a person that's desperate. That's how it is. It lowers your value. It devalues yourself. You should never do that. Are you with me here? And what I began to do is realize that if I wanted to further develop myself and make money, I had to be valuable. I had to be valuable. And the only way to become valuable had to service people. Okay? Had to service people. Let people get rich by servicing people. Amazon.com, he services people. You go to his website, you can order whatever you want. Service. The guy, Steve Jobs, that created the iPhone, he services people. That's why you have an iPhone right now, because of him. Because of his thoughts, his ideals, and his ability to market it to you, to get you to buy it. 
your service to people made it more convenient for you. To talk to your friends, your boo, your boo thing. Right? That's what you have to understand. First, you have to develop yourself, and then you have to develop a skill to be able to service people. So many phases that takes place in the lonely chapter in one's life. Folks, are you with me here? Let me pause here. Is everybody with me here? I want you to tap your, tap your neighbor and ask them, are you with me? Go ahead and tap your neighbor on the left of you and say, hey, are you with me? Go ahead and do that. If you're by yourself, tap your own shoulder. I'll tap my shoulder. Okay? All right. Stay with me here. So I don't want you to be afraid to be in the lonely chapter in your life. I want you to realize that the lonely chapter is very necessary. Even I was in, like even right now, I'm in a lonely chapter in my life right now because obviously I, because I'm going to make $10 million a month net, like $10 million. $10 million. yeah, think about that, $10 million coming into my bank account every month. Can you imagine that? I have to go into solitude again because now I have to become a different person. The person that was making a million dollars a month, he was cool. But now we need 10 million. I want 10 million. To make 10 million, I have to become a different person. It just, it is what it is. It's different. The person that makes a million dollars a year is very different from a person that makes a hundred thousand a year. The person that makes a million dollars a year is very different from a person that makes a million dollars a month. So me, I'm constantly evolving. I'm always evolving. And how I evolve, I go into solitude. And that's just the best place to be. And the great thing about being in the lonely chapter in your life, you're going to start to like yourself. Come on. You're going to start to love yourself. You're going to start to get to know yourself. You're going to say, you know, you're not that bad, Wes. You're cool. Man, I, w- I wish I would have... Wesley, you know what? You treat me well. You know, you're not that bad. You know, you'll start talking to yourself at times. How many of you talk to yourself? Don't listen. Don't shy away. I know all of you talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. I say, Wesley, you're incredible. Wesley, you're handsome. You are just an amazing, spectacular human being, Wesley. I love you, Wes. You are a beast. Wait, Wes, you're a king. Talk to myself all the time. You're going to find yourself talking to yourself, too. Because you're by yourself. There's no one else to talk to. So you're going to start to give yourself all the beliefs, all the positive reinforcement that you wish other people would give you. Women, you're going to start telling yourself that you're pretty, that you're beautiful, that you're gorgeous, that you're smart, that you're intelligent, that you're worthy, smart, you're capable. Men, you'll do the same thing. You start saying that you're abundant, that you're a confident, ambitious man, a powerful man, a resilient man, a formidable man. Okay? This is the purpose of the lonely chapter, is to develop oneself. Develop oneself into the self that you want to become. You can't become the best version of yourself 
if you're around old friends from high school, old friends from the job, old friends from college, okay? It's going to be very difficult for you to transition to the self that you want to be. Got to isolate. Hey, any questions for me, folks? Any questions about the lonely chapter? Or any questions about anything? I'm here to help. Service leads to greatness. And I'm here to serve, period. You can ask me anything you want to ask me about mentorship. I mean, um, business, entrepreneurship, manifestation, anything. I'm here for you. And I'm here for free. So don't miss out on an opportunity to have a conversation with me. If you want to have a conversation with me now. Okay. Questions here. And by the way, let me know if you got value. Come with the word value below if you got value. Okay. Questions here. We have a lot of queens in here tonight. The queens, they have been showing up lately here. How do you manifest? Meditate. Well, it's a, here, are the, here, here are the steps to manifesting. First step to manifest anything in life, okay? And manifestation means to take an ideal or thought in the mind that is non-physical and to make it physical. That's it. Taking a thought and making it real. That's it. First step is to know exactly what you want. Write that down. You have to know what you want. Before you can manifest anything on this planet, because everything is available to us, by the way. I mean, you can have anything you want. It's available. Um, But you have to know what you want. Now, let me go deeper, because I know some of you, I can hear you. You're saying, I know what I want. I know what I want, Wes. I know what I want. I know what I want. I know what I I hear this all the time. I know what I... No, Wesley, I know what I want. No, no, you don't. You don't. You don't know what you want. You do not. Listen. You have to be very clear about what you want. Okay? Let me put the emphasis on clear. You have to be very clear. Do you know what the word clear means? Precise. Very specific. Okay? You can't say I want to be rich. Can't say I want to be in love. Can't say I want to be financially independent. You can't say I want to be free. I want to be free. Well, I want to be free. No, 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 no. You got to be very clear. Clarity is power. I can give you an analogy. If you go to McDonald's, I don't go to McDonald's, but if you ever did go to McDonald's, and if you ask for a burger, what is the attendant going to ask you if you ask them for a burger what kind of burger like if that person would if you went in mcdonald's and said, i want a burger and they gave you a piece of red meat slapped it on a piece of paper and just gave it to you you wouldn't like that too much correct you'll say what is this it's a burger sir that's what you asked for no 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 this is not cooked well, sir, you didn't act for a cooked burger. 
Hey, where's the bread? You didn't ask for a burger with bread. Get it? So when you want to manifest, you have to be very clear and extremely detailed about what you want. Two, once you discover what you want, okay, you got to visualize. You got to see it before you actually see it. Okay. When I say you have to see it before you actually see it, like you have to see it in the spiritual world. Now, that's tough for a lot of you. Because you might say, well, I'm so broken, so poor, and so average. I don't know. I can't see myself wealthy. I can't see myself getting this thing to work. I want to see it, but I just can't see it. Well, for anybody that speaks that way, I would ask you to shut your mouth. The reason why I would ask you to shut your mouth because you reiterating what you can't see is not going to help you. You are manifesting you not seeing it. So I would just stop talking. And I will close my eyes and I would try to see it. And I would practice seeing the life that I want to live. Are you with me? And you may have to practice for days, for weeks, for months before you're able to see yourself living the life that you want to live. Now, why is that important? Now, why is it important to visualize it, to see the life that you want? Because you're trying to believe something new. Like this is everything in your life that's taking place is based from your past beliefs. Your car that you drive, that was your belief. The person that you've chosen to be a part of your life, significant other, that's your belief. That type of person you believe that that's the person for you or whatever. Like it's all about your beliefs. Even where you live, even the city that you stay in, the state, the job that you've selected. The business, it's just your beliefs, okay? Even the money that you currently make. It's your belief that you can make that amount of money. That's why you're making it. If you want to change that belief, okay, well, you have to begin to visualize and see yourself differently. You have to see yourself doing and experiencing what you want to experience Despite what you're currently experiencing. Does that make sense? This is the separation from the spiritual world, from the physical world. Many of you, your physical world today, you know, is not so desirable. If you want to change that, because I'm pretty sure that all of you believe that the inner world creates your outer world. Like your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, your attitudes creates your outer world which is everything that's outside of you in your life, okay? Your friends, the things that you have, your materialistic things, your job, your income, everything that comes from the inner world. If you believe that, that means you have to work on the inner world. The inner world is the spiritual world. So when you're trying to manifest, you have to believe by picturing, listen, picturing the life that you want, Is it going to happen overnight? Of course not. You don't walk overnight. 
You didn't drive a car well overnight. You didn't do anything overnight. It takes practice. Visualizing. Seeing yourself better. Seeing yourself confident. Seeing yourself abundant. Seeing yourself rich. Seeing yourself wealthy. Seeing yourself flying first class. Seeing yourself going to any dealership in your city and driving your dream car. Seeing yourself going inside of your gated community and purchasing your house. Does that make sense? But it takes work. And it takes repetition. Next question for me here. When I see the life that I want, I fill it with all my senses in my meditation. And then my mind tells me, well, how am I going to get there? How do I get past the, the, the self-negative talk? Well, well, listen. Listen. If I ask you to forget your name, could you do it? If I ask all of you, hey, forget your name. Forget it. Could you do it? Can't. Almost impossible. Well, that's what's going on in your mind right now. Like you're 20 years old plus. You've been you for a very long time. You've had those beliefs for a very long time. You've been trained and conditioned to think, well, how am I going to do it? How? How? You've been drilled and programmed to think that way. Okay? So don't just label that as negative. It's not a negative thought. It's just a thought that doesn't serve you anymore. All I want you to do is realize that, you know what? Even though I'm thinking about the how, I realize now because I'm talking to Wesley that the how doesn't matter. Can everybody comment those words below? The how doesn't matter. Comment that in the comments below here. Now imagine if we would say that 10,000 times. The how doesn't matter. The how doesn't matter at all. Like how you create the life that you want, it doesn't even matter. And you don't even know. You don't know what business that you're going to create that's going to cause you to make your first million. You don't know. You think you know. The how, can you write it down, please? I'm talking to you. The how doesn't matter. The how doesn't matter. Repeat after me. The how doesn't matter. The how doesn't matter. I'm trying to drill this in the bigger your in the back of your big head. It doesn't matter. I know you think it matters. I know everybody taught you that it matters, but it don't. What matters is what you want. The outcome. That's what matters. If I want to go to California, it's not important how I get there. 
I can either walk, I can ride a bike, I can fly, or I can run. Doesn't matter how I get there. What matters is that I get there. Are you with me? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've been programmed by the matrix to think that you have to continually think about how you're going to do something. How am I going to make a million dollars? How am I going to fix this relationship? How, 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 how? You know what's so fascinating about the mind and the brain when you study it? You should. As if you give the brain or the mind a picture of what you want, and if you're able to picture, I have a quote that says in life, you don't get what you want out of life, you get what you picture. It's the truth. Whatever you picture in the mind, you get it. Like many of you can picture yourself going to work tomorrow and you will go. You can picture yourself doing what you got to do tomorrow and you will do it. Picture yourself working out for the people that work out. Picture yourself eating. You can, you're going to eat. Right? We get what we picture, not what we want. If you want something, but you can't picture it, you won't get it. If you want to be a millionaire, but if you can't picture yourself as a millionaire, knowing exactly what you want to do as a rich, wealthy person, it's highly unlikely it's going to happen. Does that make sense? How many of you just had a breakthrough? I, I feel that someone had an aha moment in the next, in the last five seconds. How many of you said, oh, that makes sense, Wes. I love you, Wes. That makes sense, Wes. I love you. Man, wow, Wes, you're right. Why am I thinking about this? How? You know, I tell my team, you know, like my meteor buyer, he'd been with me for like five, six years and... You know, he believed in manifestation as well. And that was one of the reasons why he wanted to work for me, even though he runs ads for me. Right. But people like that. I have this metaphysical way of thinking. Right. Because it's real. It works. And I've did so much reading, so much studying. I mean, I'm an expert. I'm just really good at it. You know, I'm always learning, but I just really understand the process of manifesting. And, you know, he wanted to manifest his dreams. He wants to do things. And I would tell him, I said, you're going to do very well. Don't worry. You're going to make a ton of money. And I remember when he wanted to make $30,000. That was his goal. He said, Wes, I'm going to be honest with you. I just need to make $30,000. I remember him going, going to my seminar in Columbia. And within a couple of weeks, he was making $30,000. You might say, well, how did he just all of a sudden make $30,000 after going to your seminar? Because he already had the skill. He'd been running ads and he's been a media buyer for a very long time. What he didn't have was the belief. And I gave it to him. Right? To the power of suggestion. It's a whole lot of ways to do this, right? To get people to believe certain things, by the way. Right? Um, and he had $30,000. He had $30,000. He said, well, um, you know what? Man, I need more than that. <laughs> and this happens to everybody, you know. It's like when you have a dream or a goal and you hit it, and you're like, man, I should have dreamed bigger. Yeah, of course. But to make a long story short, now, well, I mean, next month, he's going to do $200,000. How did that happen? I remember when we was talking about, I said, hey, man, you're going to make $150,000. 
and I'm going to make, I don't know, $15 million, something like that. I forget. He said, you know, you know, me, 150 Wesley, you'll make, I don't know, $10 million, whatever. And I said, absolutely. And now next month, he's going to do a little over $200,000. 200000 from 30000 within months. What was the difference? Can anybody tell me? What was the difference? The belief. That's it. And what he wanted. He wanted thirty k. He got it. So, no, I need to dream bigger than that. But not just that he got it. He was, you know what I used to always drill in his mind, which he never did until the last seminar that we had with my team in Columbia. Because, um, you know, I always reiterate that clarity is power. I said, you have to be very clear on the life that you want because you can't just say you want to make a million dollars and you don't know exactly how you want to spend the money. And most of you don't know how you would spend a million dollars. Most of you say, I want to invest you to make more money. To do what? You're going to keep making money to do what? You're going to make a ton of money for you to continue to stay in that little crappy house and driving that crappy car? Of course not. So I'm saying, you got to be very specific, man. You got to, like, what do you want? And sometimes people, they want to believe that they're minimalist. Oh, I'm a minimalist. I don't want a lot of anything. I don't need a lot of money. I don't need this. I don't need. Well, you don't need to be a millionaire then if you don't need anything. How many of you are like that? You know, you say, I don't need a big house. I don't need a big car. I don't need a Lamborghini. I don't need this. I don't need. Okay, so why do you need a million dollars? For what? What are you going to use the money for? You don't need it. And since you don't need it, you won't get it. See, I try to teach people and educate the masses that, listen, it's okay to have a Lamborghini. Who cares? It's a car. I got two. Yeah. So what? what's the big deal? I get it. A lot of people don't have it, but what's the big deal? Yeah, I have a beautiful penthouse. I pay rent. 14000 a month. What's the big deal? Well, why do not have a house? Because I don't want a house. Listen, I, I, I want you to understand that I'm trying to give you permission for you to live the life that you want to live. But most of you don't know what that is. You don't know. You know, you know what's so funny? Many of you have no clue on the type of life that you want to live. You don't know. You, you just don't know. You don't. You know, you may say, oh, I know, I know, I, I know. No, you don't. And if you don't, and if you know, you don't know deeply. That's why a lot of you women are single. <laughs> just the truth. Because you don't know what you want from a man. Men too. That's why you're single. Because you don't know what you clearly want. A person that knows what they clearly want, they write it down. <laughs> okay? They have a list. Okay? Just recently, I wrote down the perfect woman for myself. I wrote it down. I made a decision. Well, you know what? I want to attract the perfect woman for me. But what does that look like? You know, what does that feel like? What does that sound like? So I wrote it down. Many of you haven't written it down. That's why you keep making mistakes. Break broken hearts, choosing a wrong person, choosing a wrong bit. Because you haven't written this stuff down. 
Your life is similar to a blueprint. Without a blueprint, can't build a house. Without a blueprint, you can't build a life. Okay. Any questions for me here? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I, I, I expect that you're getting this now. Okay? And you're going to take action on this ASAP. All right? Thank you, Sarah. What's next? Someone said, I had a great life and lost it all. What do you mean you lost it all? You lost a great life? Or you just lost some things? Many of you, need, you, you got to learn how to dissociate what you call your life. A lot of you say, well, like if you have a lot of stuff, then that's your life. That's not just your life just because, like just because I'm rich, that's, that, that's not my life. My life is how I feel personally. I'm going to feel good in the morning, whether I make 100000 tomorrow morning or make $1. I'm still going to feel good because I can Make sense? That's the only reason why I feel good. Because I can. That's why. Even if I made a dollar tomorrow, I will feel good because I can feel good. I have the opportunity if I want to. Or I can bitch and complain like you. I only made a dollar, man. What's going on? Well, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Any questions for me here? Okay. Questions, questions. I spent 20 years of my career in travel. COVID shut it down. Lost my business, lost my house. Now open to a whole new career. Where does go, Denny? You know how many things I've lost in my life? You know how much money I've lost? That's chicken feet, sweetheart. It's normal. Every business person have lost something. I lost $2 million here, 100000 Who cares? So what? File bankruptcy? So what? Right now, you're in the best place in your life, sweetheart. Do you, do you realize that? This is a new chapter for you. You have done some incredible things that you should be proud of. The best is yet to come. Like, I was dating a young lady and she had, she had a, you know, she had a business and it did very well and it fell because of COVID. And she felt a little bit disturbed about that and down about that. And I said, sweetheart, I said, the best is yet to come. Everything that you've learned, all the skill and experiences that you've built, with that previous company, watch how fast you build a new one. See, a lot of you, you know, like you, D, you're just thinking about what you have lost. But what you don't realize, all the knowledge that you have. Now you're going to build the new companies faster. Think about the last 20 years that you've built this. 20 years, sweetheart. That's 20 years of knowledge, of education, of skill, failure, successes. It's not going to take you 20 years to build a new thing. Okay? 
How long until I will see the thing I, ma I manifest will come through in the material realm? How long? It can come instantly. It's up to you, Princess Dan. You know, I, I get it. Many of you want a time frame. You know, well, how long is it going to take me to get what I want? Listen, when you stop thinking about how long it's going to take, it's when it shows up. Because until you convince yourself in the spiritual world, your thoughts, that you have what you want, that's when it shows up. But if you always think, oh, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? It's never going to happen, ever. The, 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 the fascinating thing about the mind is it doesn't know the difference between a, an experience that is happening in the mind or an experience that's happening outside of you. It doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know. Okay. Are you getting value here tonight? Did you stumble into this career or did you clearly manifest this on purpose? I manifested it. I didn't stumble upon anything. Okay. I love how you look at life. Well, thank you, Jazzy. It's the only way that you should look at life is the way that I look at it. Optimistically. Okay. Are you getting value, queens? Kings, are you getting value? Come with the word value below. Let me know if you have any more questions. If not, I got to go to work. Daddy West got to work, baby. Because tomorrow I'm going to do $300,000. I'll show you if you want to watch my story. And, and, and listen, I don't show you that to brag or boast. I just, I, I show you that to inspire you that someone's actually doing that. I'm not an athlete. I'm not a singer. Oh, 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 oh. see, my, my voice is just terrible, right? I'm not a rapper. I don't play basketball. I'm a business person. And I want you to know that a young black man from Houston, Texas, that grew up with nothing, can make $300,000 every single day profit on autopilot, baby. I just want you to see it. It's going to inspire you. You're going to be like, fuck, what am I doing making $60 an hour at my job? Why am I making 50 bucks an hour? Why am I here at McDonald's making 8 bucks? an What am I doing? Wesley, he's making 300000 a day? A day? What am I doing with my life? This man is in his bed relaxing. I'm out here working hard. He's relaxing and making three. Uh uh No, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. So it's for inspiration purposes only, folks. Okay. How should I promote my hair business? TikTok, Instagram. Okay. It depends. What are you selling? Hair, services, products. Next question for me here. Hair bundles. What you do, take Tasia. You find another lady that's selling hair bundles on the internet that's doing well. And you model what she's doing. Okay? That's it. You model. 
what others are doing. Do you coach manifestation outside of the genie script? I do, but I charge $75,000 every 30 minutes. I'm extremely expensive. I'm a very expensive man. Can I be your assistant and just learn? I'm sorry, Denise, I already have an assistant, but thank you so much. I just hired one, and she's phenomenal. Mrs. Cash. Any more questions for me here? You know, for everybody has a business, this is the fastest way to ensure the business is a success. You want to know what you got to do? Like, honestly, it's so simple. I swear to God, it really is simple. You know, when you watch all these videos on the internet, they tell you, oh, it's hard, it's hard, it's a grind. It's a grind, it's so hard. Nah, 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 nah. Let me, let me give you the game. Okay, they, they finessing you. Let me tell you, let me give you the game. If you want to make money in any business, it could be on the internet, online, offline. It could be a conventional business as well. If you want to make money, and a lot of it, all you got to do is find somebody that is doing what you want to do successfully. Sit on the internet. There's nothing new under the sun. All you have to do is know what you want to do, know what industry and what category you want to be in, go on the internet and find somebody that is successfully doing exactly what you want. Like, if you want to find out who sells hair on the internet and does it well, just type in how to sell hair online or buy hair online, and you're going to see all these websites. And you find the one of the person that's doing it very well, and you just model them. That's how I made my first million. You know, I'm telling you, you know, in the industry of, uh, I mean, just entrepreneurship, man. You know, people want you to be unique and they tell you, no, no copy. You know, you got to have your own vision, your own idea, your own. That's just some bullshit. Because they don't want you to model them. See, successful people will never, like, you will never watch a video of a successful entrepreneur that would tell you just model other people. Just find out what they're doing and just do, do what they're doing do it better. They won't tell you that. Because why would they invite competition? Now, you may say, well, why would you tell us, Wes? Because I have no competition. And we live in an abundant universe. So, to me, it's enough money for everybody to make it, honestly, in my opinion. It's more than enough resource, more than enough everything. So I just give the game. All you have to do is model, honestly. Just all you have to do is just copy, not copy, but model what another person is doing. That's exact. I, listen, listen to me, sweetheart, young man. That's exactly what I did. I spent eight years working in a company, working or uh, the CEO of a company that did not make any money because I had this new innovative idea that was stupid. And less than two years, I bottled somebody on the internet. I, my, I bought their product and I studied it hard, like I was studying for the bar. And I made $30 million in two years. True story. <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, oh, wow, is it that easy? 
But see, rich and successful people, they don't want you to know that. Of course, they're not going to tell you to copy them and model them. Never. Why would they invite competition folks? Right? Why would they invite competition? You know what I mean? Make sense? <laughs> oh my God. Right? All you have to do is model. That's it. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you the game. Okay? I'm being so honest with you. Just model. Model. The company. The industry. That you want to be in. Sit. Study what they do. That's what, listen. That's exactly what Facebook did to MySpace. That's what Pepsi did to Coca-Cola. Burger King did to McDonald's. Bank of America did to Chase. Model. 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 Right? They made a better product. Okay? Someone said model with a twist. (laughs) Any more questions for me, folks? Uh, oh, you're not in competition because you're self-confident regardless of who's in the game. That's a great look, bro. And you support others. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's no competition out here, man. I mean, come on. It's really not. I'm, I'm not even trying to be cocky right now. It's just no competition. Like, compared to me? Nah. I'm like Kobe, man. I'm like Michael Jordan, man. It's just no Kobe. It's just none. It's just easy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I dominate every industry I've ever been in. I mean, just, it is what it is. No competition. People just not really in the work. Everybody's lazy, honestly. It's just it's so easy. You know, the tough part about what I do is helping you get rich. That's that's the hard part. You know, trying to educate people and get them to take action is like herding cats, man. That's that's what I like, though. That's why I like doing this. Because if I can get 100 million people make six to seven figures a year, mm, I could die happy, man. Okay. Any more questions, sir? How do you start? When did you start? What, internet marketing? Like 10, oh, no, maybe 15 years ago? From the episodes I listened to, not once did I hear you use the words like, um, while speaking. What advice do you have for someone who wants to improve the way they speak and communicate effectively? Yeah, Cynthia, um, great question. So let's talk about effective communication here. Also, I have a rant on my podcast. You can go to Spotify or even Apple Podcasts. And I do have a total rant dedicated to communication skills. It's important. It's the number one thing that I teach my children how to speak effectively. It's very important. When you talk, when you open your mouth, 
you tell the world who you are. Okay? So, let me give you some pointers here. So, she said, I noticed you don't use the word um, 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 um. Let me tell you why. This is all you have to do. It's very simple. The reason why we use um because we're trying to fill in the dead space. But instead of filling in the dead space with a um, um, what you do is you pause. I do it now. So, Cynthia, I, I've noticed that you just asked me a question about communication. And I'm going to help you. You see what I did there? Now, if I wanted to use um. So, Cynthia, um, I, I see that you, you want to learn some things about communication. And um, you see what I'm doing there? Just take the arms out. Just pause. Got it? Just pause. Pausing when you speak. It's extremely effective and very persuasive. Okay? It's extremely effective and very persuasive. If I want to get all of you to do something right now, this is what I would do. I'll say this, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. I want you to do one thing and one thing only. Okay? I would like you to take your finger and smash the like button. Because I know you like this video. And I know that you're getting value. And you may feel that you're getting a breakthrough right now. Do you agree? You see what I did there? What made that more powerful because of the pauses. Because when you pause, when you speak, it creates tension. Okay? It creates tension. Right? And when people start to anticipate, you know, what is he going to say next? Like, I'm doing it right now. I'm, have you noticed that I'm pausing a lot? Like, I'm not saying, um, because the average speaker wants to fill in the dead space, but you sound very unintelligible. Um, um, um. Well, you know what I'm saying? Um, um. Say, well, I'm going to go here. Um, and when I did here, um, um. No, 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 no. Relax. Okay. Talk slow. And the reason why uh, many people don't talk slow because they feel that that's a display of incompetence, but it's not. People that talk like this, hey man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going over here and I'm going to do that. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Then I'm going to go over here. Blah, 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 blah. Like people that talk like that. The issue is no one really understands and they can't compute the language. Like they can't really compute and be able to translate the message here. They're listening to you, but they're not really hearing you. Make sense? 
because you're talking too fast. Slow down. Try it. Say, Wes, look, I'm going to say it two ways. Wesley, I love you, man. You're amazing. Or, Wesley, you are amazing. And I love you. See? See the difference? You felt the last one, right? You felt that, right? <laughs> it's powerful. Listen, and I, listen, I didn't always communicate this way. I was just like you. I, I told the story many times before I was overseas. And, um, and look, I did it. Um, see, got me. sometimes I say, um, unfortunately, sometimes, not a lot. But I was in Afghanistan and I was the regional manager for information technology for Afghanistan and Iraq. And my friend, which is a black guy, he brought me over to work under him. He was the regional manager. Okay. No, I think was, was he the regional? No, I think he was the, I can't remember. I don't know. But he was over me. And I remember every night we had what was called an all-hands meeting where all the different departments had to sit at a table and we had to talk about, you know, the discoveries or the solutions, problems, and outcomes for the day. And I remember when it was time for my friend, his name was Chris, to speak. And Chris, let me tell you something, Chris, honestly, he's the reason why I speak so well now because of him, because I wasn't a great speaker. Like I was just maybe afraid, you know, typically people that can't speak well because you're just not in those type of environments, we tend to be shy in front of people. That's why public speaking is very you know, people are shy or people are very discouraged to do it because they, they they can have a conversation with their friends, but they feel that they can't speak or articulate themselves in front of people. But Chris, let me tell you, Chris, when it was time for him to speak, man, he had those men and women in the palm of his hand. It's just the way that he used words, how he paused, his cadence, his diction, his pronunciation, the tonality, the voice inflection at times. It was fascinating. And I remember leaving the meeting and we were getting ready to go to chow, go to eat. And I said, Chris, how did you do that, man? He said, do what? How did you learn how to communicate that way? I mean, that was just beautiful. I mean, it just sounded so, I mean, just this man, I mean, when he was speaking, it's just, and his word usage and how he used certain words and it, it was just fascinating, right? And he says, Wes, you got to educate yourself. And he wasn't referring to college. What he was referring to, got to read books. You got to listen to words, learn new words daily. Put yourself around people who speak the way that you want to speak. And for the next like five years, that's what I did, honestly. Right? I just, um, 
I started to, and Cynthia, this is still for you and anybody else that wants to be able to communicate better and to articulate themselves. I started to listen to great speakers online, okay, on YouTube. I was just listening to it all day, every day, listening over and over and over again. I will learn a new word every day. I will learn five to 10 new words every single day. I did it for a very long. I still do it today. I listen to new words because I was inculcating new verbs, nouns, adjectives, a part of my vernacular. So when I was speaking with this naturally, I would naturally use words like Fisher or naturally use words like arduous, or deleterious, or garrulous. Right? I know you don't know the meaning of these words, but the more you listen to these words, now I will start to inculcate them into sentences. I start to apply them a part of my daily conversation. Okay? So it's just natural for me to speak this way. You with me? So that's what you need to do, Cynthia. The best book, Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself for Sure. <laughs> Wesley, you are the bomb.com. The only guy I would stay up this late for. Well, would you stay up late for your husband, Valerie? Or your future husband? <laughs> How you attract driven people. You have to become a driven person yourself. Yeah, but pausing... I've seen your content for a little while now. What's your number one tip for success right off the top of your head? Knowing exactly what success means to you, Adam. Hey, Kim, travel. But pausing, if I can give you guys any advice as it relates to communication, because I love communicating. I love my communication style. I love it, man, because that's my superpower. Like, I, I know how to control people the way that I speak. I know how to put people into a trance. That they'll begin to listen to every word that I say. And they will feel closer to me. And they will listen. And they will apply it. Right? It's like it's almost like hypnotic, honestly. And the tonality of my voice. You notice my voice? Another thing is, if you want to speak more influential, talk like this. You see how I'm lowering the octave? the tonality of my voice like if I want you to do something I talk like this hey listen I want you to listen to me for a second everything that you want is inside of you and as you're laying in that bed you listen to me close I want you to understand that tomorrow morning when you open your eyes I want you to see the world as a successful man or woman see my voice like just speaking and this is called a sincere voice the sincere voice is very influential to people. And you can use it to control people if you want to, you know, or to direct them or to guide them. Okay. And the reason why that's very powerful because it speaks to the unconscious part of a person's mind. Like right now, I'm inside the unconscious part of your mind. That everything that I'm sharing with you, you're going to listen. You're going to listen to my podcast tomorrow morning when you wake up. Imagine doing that. Imagine listening to my podcast 
once you open your eyes in the morning tomorrow and feel happy and feel confident. Imagine that. Okay, It's very powerful. You have no clue. Women, men, you can do this with women all day long. Woo! You can have any woman you want if you learn how to speak this way. Maybe I'll teach a class. And women, you have, you could, you could, women, you have this power as well. You know, women, you can speak a certain way and you can just, you can have a man crazy over you, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Sarah says, my voice tickles her brain. No, not just your brain. Tickles other parts of your body as well. <laughs> Let me stop. Hey, Mio, how are you? All right, any more questions for me here? <clears throat> See how I'm talking now? I raised the tonality. Hey, guys. All right, I'm getting ready to go now. Much luck. See? See what I'm doing now? <laughs> it's different. You have to learn how to switch between tonalities, voice inflections. Like if I want to be very commanding, say, hey, guys, listen to me right now, okay? I want you to take a second, see? Like I want your attention, but if I want to put you into a trance, I talk like this, okay? Hey, Tia, how are you? If you have to say... Where do you see the solar industry? I have no clue, my guy. I don't follow the solar industry, man. Okay. Teach us more about seducing a man. I think every woman knows how to seduce a man. It's not that hard to seduce a man. What do you mean? Prince Adana is very simple. If you want to seduce a man, a few things you got to do. You need to look nice. Go work out in the gym. You got to look pretty, period. But that's because that's what men like. They like pretty, attractive women that work out. Keep the body looking good. Got to smell good as well. Three, have a smile on your face. Learn to smile. Have open body language. Okay? Smile. Smile. And talk with the baby voice. You know what the baby voice is? I love one with the baby voice. Not the masculine voice. The baby voice. Women know what I'm talking about. I only date women with the, the baby voice. I love the baby voice. Ooh, it's a turn on. Right? That's that's a part of the seduction process. Okay? The baby voice. All right. All right. Hey, butterfly. I'm glad you joined me here tonight. So, folks, I guess I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Okay? I love you, by the way. Can I tell you that? If you don't, if you don't mind, I love you. Okay, I appreciate you as well. I'm grateful for you. Okay, and I'm here for you. I'll be here tomorrow, tomorrow night, twelve o'clock. Bring your friends, bring your business partner. Tell your son, tell your husband, jump online. All right, this is a open forum. We're all family here. We all have goals and dreams. And it's my responsibility to make sure you hit those dreams and goals. Okay? Make sense? Yeah, white teeth for sure. So much love. Love you. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. High energy.
high income. Lego.